Welcome to Cancelled. This was only seven episodes, and it <laughs> felt like so much work. But we made it. We're done. We made it all the way through. It's the last three episodes of the Dark of Dark Room, not the Dark Room. The dark. <laughs> uh, that's Adam Rabick. How's it going, Adam? Oh, it's uh, well. I was doing good three episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was like driving here, and literally took me like an hour to get here. Just terrible traffic, and the whole time I was like, I have to go talk about this. I was like, I'm going to be so angry in a podcast when I'm angry sitting in this traffic, like. All right, this is maybe an unpopular opinion. At some point, if you just let everybody in, you're no longer being nice to them. Right. You're being yep. inconsiderate to yeah. everybody else. Just you let one person drive. in, and then you, you your, go. You did your one job. One person in, you go. That's it. Yeah. It's really not goddamn complicated. I was getting mm. furious. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just no, playing yeah, yeah. GTA Five all day, so mm. I'm just like, I mm. just want to kill you or ram your car. I'm just like, <laughs> drive me crazy. Uh, and I had to watch these three guys. I don't have any stars yet. They can't do they anything. Can't, <laughs> exactly. It's fucking... Uh, Let's just jump into these episodes. Okay. Yeah. I I mean, I know we watched three instead of the usual two. I yeah. feel like I watched five. Well, I there's sw- so – I for sure do because two of them have three stories, right? Mm-hmm. Those I thought went quicker. They, Those I thought went so much quicker. I agree, except for one of them. Okay. Well, a couple of – one of them went very quick. The one with Blanche Devereaux went very quick. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to her in a minute. <laughs> Uh, let's just jump into episode five. We've got three stories. The, uh, David Carradine at this point has just given up. Uh, they, well, their show has given up on like any sort of dark room or photography mm-hmm. like premise to anything. Yeah, and like Kate, now they're just like, oh, here's a picture of a guy. David there Carradine's expression throughout this vignettes was like how it felt like the writers and directors were. Act feeling about this show. Oh, it's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. just like slumped over at a bar. <laughs> I what? I don't care. I need to. I need to fucking WGA health insurance. A, Can we just keep writing this bullshit. A burger and a beer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the the first episode I didn't catch. The first story. The name I did not catch. Who gives? It was me? called the partnership. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me mad. It literally makes me mad because there's not. Okay, we'll get to it. But oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like the partnership is with a. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're in a little roadside town. Mm-hmm. Or like, there's I don't know, handful of people left living there. It doesn't seem like much. Yeah, hard scrabble existence. There's a diner, and I was mad at that lady at the diner because she's like, "Can you believe it? The guy, the milk guy, said if I don't pay my bill, he's gonna stop bringing me milk. How am I supposed to keep his business open? Well, how the fuck is he supposed to keep his dairy open if right. you're not paying him for his goddamn milk? <laughs> I made me so mad. At, I immediately was like, yeah, I don't yeah. want anybody in the show. Yeah, yeah, maybe you and the milk guy should get together and figure out where. Uh, yeah, because clearly <laughs> there's not enough business to sustain either of you. Right. Um, Some other, yeah. There's a diner and there's a, I guess, a filling station. Yeah, and Oops. an old man. One who, old man. One old man who, like, as soon as I saw, I, I figured this story out almost immediately. Of not, course. not all of it. Not the right. right not the specifics. Specific, we'll get to the end of it. <laughs> but like the oh, they're robbing people. At this, yes, they're going to yeah. kill people and take their shit in this little small side. It's the only way they're able to stay. Well, the way in, the way right? James Coburn set it up, he's like these two. These have a partnership that somehow man, finds a way to scratch up a living. I'm like, oh, so they kill people. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> they kill people who come through. Right. Uh, but I did laugh That's... out loud at one point because he like you see he sees this truck driver and he's like, oh, I better go fucking try to you know. Mm-hmm. Reel them in or whatever. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, you're from St. Louis. I'm from St. Louis. Uh, born whatever. And, oh, you're Irish." He's like, he, "But he, what made me laugh was he's like, uh, I didn't catch your name." And the guy driving the truck goes, "It's Pat Dillon. It's on the side of my truck." And then it passes down. And it just it just yeah. says Pat Dillon. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't say like Pat Dillon's trucking. Right, right. It doesn't say Pat, Pat Dillon Express. Yeah, it's just 
his name written on the side of his it truck. It was like a gag you would see in a sitcom made today. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, just, it was like a Simpsons so joke. It just, <laughs> yeah, made, yes. me, it just made me laugh. Uh, it would be like Pat Dillon, Trucking and Sons, Incorporated. Yeah. And then it just like every word just, like, just keeps down, down, down and down. <laughs> uh, he doesn't take the bait. He drives away. Uh-huh. Our old guy goes to the diner where he talks to the milk bitch. On the driver's way, the driver pulls out and the old man goes – People just aren't as friendly as they used to be. Yeah. And knowing what he knows he's going to do to them <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're really has no loud. business saying that. <laughs> uh, but he, he's talking to her and he says, like, you know, um, me and Eddie have had a, a good run. So I'll, here's 40 bucks to pay the milk guy or whatever. Mm. Why don't you give me an extra slice of pie for Eddie? And she's going on about how, well, oh, it's good. You know, why don't you bring Eddie into town? We never meet him. He goes, oh, you don't want me to bring Eddie into town. He don't like people much. He's a bit yeah, ornery yeah. or whatever, right? At which point, uh, I'm like, okay, so Eddie's maybe like a like a, a, an angry older brother, or like, oh, I immediately was like, Eddie's not a person. Oh, I did not <laughs> put that together at all, even a little bit. Oh, well, uh, he he says like he says he says his father was a sea monster yeah, yeah, and her yeah, mother yeah, was yeah, like, he's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. like okay, clearly that wouldn't have just been written in to be colorful. I'm like, <laughs> I, I kind of thought he was just being like colorful, fucking old, like. Country bumpkin, dude. You, I think, have more patience for the show than yeah, I do at this point. At this point, I'm just like wheedling in every little detail. Okay, what does that mean? Yeah, I predicted yeah. the end of all of these. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. Oh, uh, even ones that don't make sense at oh, all. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which we'll get there in a minute. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, in walks David Carradine, mm-hmm. and I don't da- leather vest. David Carradine, leather vest. David Carradine, who was like, "I'll come, but I get to pick my own clothes, yes. and I'm going to make up my character as I go along, and I'm not going to tell any of you what that character is." Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because why is this biker? I guess he's supposed to be mm-hmm. wearing. <laughs> this made me laugh. They're like, oh, what a fancy watch. I've never seen such a fancy watch. It's a fucking calculator watch. Yes. It's literally a calculator <laughs> watch. And he's like, it's got a microcomputer in it. No, it's a calculator. Yeah. You had calculators then. That's yes. not that impressive technology. Just put in a watch. <laughs> oh, that shit. I laugh. So, and they go, there is a lot of talk about this fucking calculator watch. The, the woman comes over. She's like, how much did you pay for that? And he gets all mad. But it's like. It just made me like, why is the biker wearing? Yeah, it just yeah, doesn't yeah. make any sense. Um, <laughs> just brushes the dust off of his vest. Oh, it's called a Fitbit. <laughs> <laughs> it tests your heart rate. Uh, our old guy tells, like, it starts to, yeah, you know, I'm, you're, you got to go. He's like, I'm trying to, like, uh, my bike broke down up the street. I'm trying to get back to whatever. The old guy's like, oh, you're trying to get to Chicago. Uh, and he starts talking about how he used to run in a mu- he used to work in amusement parks and run the yeah. Fun he's like, house. do you remember fun houses? Yeah, it's the, there's just no out of nowhere. Way. It's like you remember fun. You ever used to have fun at a fun house when you, you guys were a kid? couldn't have written it into like no. oh, it's the it's the town carnival. You just happen to be here. Come, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what. I got to work a shift at the fun house, but hang out and after I'll give you free tickets and afterwards I'll drive you to Chicago. But no, he just you, just, to- you just showed him your freak show Nikola Tesla watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't use that as a lead in to like, oh, that might be something you might see at a fest. Fun, a 
carnival. I said try to say festival and carnival at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he basically says, like, look, if you come walk – it's such a trap. It is such a yeah, clear yeah. trap. He goes, if you come walk through the – like, he, he used to run his funhouse, but the carnival's yeah. shut down. So he just has an abandoned funhouse. And he's like, if you come walk through the abandoned funhouse with me, I'll drive – afterwards, yeah. I'll drive you to Chicago. <laughs> and, he's like, and, and his whole argument is like – Come on, don't you want to? Don't you want to remember what a fun it was like to be a boy? Yeah, and it's like, like oh, no, yeah, he's a biker who just wants to. What? It's just such an like, obvious trap. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's such an appealing thing to a nine-year-old and no one what else. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're, if you're in your, if you, by the time you hit thirties, you're like, this sounds fun. Let's break in, and then as soon as you like have to bend over the wrong way to get yeah, under yeah, the fence, yeah. you're like, fuck, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah. I can't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't rip my work pants. Yeah, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, I've had, I've had, I have not been able to. To turn my head all the way f- for this entire week, and I realized today it was because my computer monitors at work have been angled a little funny. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so my head yeah. breaking into a fun out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, uh, David Carradine orders a burger and a beer, and he goes, the burger burnt and the beer cold. Sounds great, man. <laughs> no, it's not, well, here's what it is. It sounds like a cool thing to say, <laughs> yeah. but no one wants, like, I don't want a burnt, burnt, burnt burger. Well done. I guess you could get away with, even that's gross, yeah. but burnt that's yeah. a bad – no one wants burnt food. <laughs> no, burn the bun too. Yeah, yeah. I said burnt. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he takes him for this fucking walk. Uh-huh. Also, Biker Carradine is like too serene to be – he's like Kung Fu Carradine mm-hmm. but yeah. just in a leather vest. So he's just like this like very calm guy. Yeah, it's like a Sam Elliott Roadhouse guy. Uh, so he takes him to the fucking fun house, right? Mm-hmm. And – the fun house is closed. He's like, uh, but he's got a flat. He's got a, a lant, a lantern, like a lamp, like a gas lamp. Yeah. And they walk through the. This fun show house. loves gas lamps. This yeah. is not the first or, or last, last gas lamp we're gonna see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they're walking through the fucking fun house, right? Mm-hmm. And he he gets them to a point where like they get to like oh he's like Stop, hey, I can't see uh, Dave Carradine's like I can't see so like don't like stick with me whatever. Yeah. And he, he's like getting he's like come on let's just leave and the guy's like no we're almost there whatever. They get to like the hall of mirrors, right? And then they fucking dude, go ahead. Can I talk about what happens before then? Yeah, yeah, please. right before then. Uh, he's like pushing buttons and like sending all these traps in front of David yeah, Carradine, yeah, yeah. and one of them is a man hanging by a noose. And I'm like foreshadowing yeah. David Carradine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he so so he gets to the hall of mirrors, and our guy. Well, first off, he says. Uh, when they're walking, there's like a noise, and he goes, "Oh, we're over the lake. That we're on like a pontoons kind of on a dock stretched out over the lake. So it's like the water making it's like slapping up against yeah. the, the pontoons or whatever." So they walk to the fucking edge of the. They get into the the hall of mirrors, and the guy goes like, turns the lamp like he very clearly turns the lamp off. Yeah. He just picks up the lamp, turns it off, and goes, oh, the lamp died. But, like, we watched, like, even David Carradine yeah. watched you turn the it knob. It turned, like, back and forth or, a couple yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he goes, uh, and uh, he's like, you wait here. I'll just go get him another lamp or whatever. And he's like, no, don't leave me here. He locks him in the fucking hall. Mm-hmm. He runs to the back where you can, like, work all the traps and shit. And this is where he's, like, having too much fun. Oh, like, if yeah. the plan is we're going to kill you and take your shit, then, like, just do that. This is I, this is where he goes from criminal to pervert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fully. yeah absolutely. He's he, for sure masturbating to the, yeah. in this room. Well, he has, like, a the, he, uh, the room he's in is, like, a sort of an office setup with, like, a yeah. desk. And on the desk is, like, this big felt map of the whole funhouse. And he right. just traces where David Carradine's going. Yeah, and but he's just judging by, like, time. Like, how yeah, long basic, he's been yeah, walking. And, like, like, what he can hear, maybe. Yeah, but, like, he's not... 
what if he just doesn't move? That's like, true. What yeah, do that's, do it? that's a good point. It's, it's a, yeah. <laughs> it's a, like, if I was that guy, I'd be like, no, I'm just going to smash these mirrors yeah. and then go back the way I came. <laughs> At one at one point, David Carradine is going through the part of the funhouse that's called Maze, and it's just a hallway. <laughs> that is for sure true. On the map, it says Maze, and it cuts out. He's literally just one long corridor. Yeah. That's all it is. Doesn't make a single wrong turn. Uh, there's like a, a floor drops down. He slides down a fucking ramp or whatever. Mm-hmm. Eventually, he lets out this trap door that drops David Carradine into the lake. Yeah. At which point... What is what what is it? Because it looks like two flashlights under the water. Yeah, I right? was like, I thought it was like a submarine or something at well, first. I thought it was going to be scuba. I thought it was going to be a pretend prop funhouse monster that yeah, was yeah, part yeah, of the yeah, funhouse. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think it's supposed to be a it's living to be thing. A, it's supposed to be a creature, but it's you never see it. No, you see kind of a tentacle. Yeah. A little bit. He does a little bit of a wrapping around yeah, you of David of, Carradine. And, and I guess we're supposed to believe it drowned. But here's what's weird, right? Let's say it's a sea monster. Mm-hmm. And it's not just two flashlights duct taped to a box. Right. Which it clearly was. <laughs> yeah. Let's say it's a sea monster. Why doesn't the sea monster just eat David Carradine? He has somehow worked out an arrangement with with, with the old guy and the sea monster where the sea monster drowns him puts him on the shore so that the old guy can go through his pockets, and then he's like, all right, he's yours now, and then the sea monster theoretically comes and takes him to eat him or something. Mm-hmm. But, like, what? Yeah, like... The- also, this story did not need a sea monster. The story is just, you're an old guy, you kill people. The, the Here's the twist, right? The whole town's in on it. That's, yeah. how, that's the story, right. right? How about this? How about this? Uh, he drops into... Uh, he drops into the lake... And there's no way for him to get out of the lake, and he drowns. Sure, that you that you win. You yeah, still yeah, win. yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. Need yeah. A, this story does not <laughs> need a, a lake can, monster. You can eat the guy yourself now. <laughs> That's also an interesting thing. Is we don't want your money. We want your fucking meat. We sell bur- human burger at the fucking yeah. At oh, the there we thing. go. Yeah. There's so many options to make this interesting, as opposed to a monster you can't show <laughs> yeah. us because you don't have a budget. Right, right. It's just so <laughs> dumb. And then at the end, he like puts down the piece of pie he saved, and he goes, yeah. "Here's your dessert." Ed, like we yes. get it. <laughs> we knew as soon as I saw the lights. I go, yeah. "That's Ed." Yeah. I don't know what it is, but that's Ed. Yeah. <laughs> he also does like look out at the camera and tilt his head. Yeah, and go, yeah. Ed. Like, and then, uh, it, yeah. and then it shows like the next day he's like picking up another, another guy, but he's wearing the watch. Yeah, and the stranger's like, like really impressed by the watch. But like, here's the thing, old man, you shouldn't have that watch. Like, I get that the other guy, this guy doesn't know there was a guy previously with the watch, but like, look at you. Yeah. And this watch is supposed to be wild, expensive, and rare. Your hillbilly (laughs) ass shouldn't be wearing, like, you're, if I was that guy, I'd be like, oh, you stole that watch from someone. Are you killing passersbys? You're probably killing passersbys, right? Uh, <laughs> check check out what I found. The Hope Diamond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's the whole episode and it was dumb. Yeah. I was fine. It was like it was quick. Yeah, yeah. It, was it wasn't fine. it wasn't long. That was uh, I, I kinda liked the old guy because he was just like so goofy that I was like, all right, this guy he, he was going he did a lot of like when he was working the traps, he did a lot of like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. he was fine. 
Uh, which brings us to our next episode, our next story called Daisies. Mm. It is very short. Oh my god, and very dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's just very oh dumb. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, thought about the ending. Yeah, it's so dumb. <laughs> so it opens in a lab. That is just full of flowers, yeah. right? And there's a science. Also, the lab clearly like a high school chemistry lab. If that. It's yeah. just a room with some flowers and some beakers in it. Uh, and uh, there's a scientist and his assistant and they're, they are making out or whatever. And then – By the way, I don't think that uh, even a botany lab would have that many actual flowers in it. You would no. want to keep a controlled Old environment. That's room is just full of uh, cross-pollination like a, and shit. It's it insane. was like oh, uh, botanists and florists work in the same environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're just – yeah. Uh, so he's making out and then mm-hmm. Rue McClanahan shows up and it's his wife. Oh, he's cheating on Rue McClanahan, Blanche Devereaux from Golden Girls. Uh, Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wrote – hold on. I, so by the way – it said daisies, and it hasn't shown the lab. Use my notes, right? It hasn't shown the lab yet. We mm. just see daisies, and it says featuring Rue McClanahan. And I wrote, Blanche motherfucking Devereaux, this one's going to be horny. And then my next note is, it's already horny, because yeah, it was yeah, immediately yeah. horny. Yeah. Uh, and it continues to get hornier, because Blanche says, mm. he's like, did you check it on your mother or whatever? And she's like, yeah, she was uh, – at some old age home or something or whatever. Oh, oh yeah. She says she yeah. was almost molested in a sexual connotation. <laughs> she says that sentence. And I was like, what other way is there to be molested? Right, right. <laughs> uh, but he, So someone tried to molest his, her mom. And his yeah. argument, just, by the way, problematic writing all across these episodes. His argument was like, but she's 80. No one wants to molest right. that 80-year-old. No ever, no. No, there's, history isn't full of fucking serial rapists <laughs> yeah. taking fucking advantage of old women. Uh, um, I by the by the way at this point I was already confused because I'm like is this his place of work and if so why, why is she, she coming home it seems like is already it, I'm she already also confused. says tell me what you're doing here there's no attempt to like naturalistically mm-hmm. write an exposition about yeah. what's happening in this lab a skip show go right to tell she <laughs> literally just says so what's this what's yeah. this all about I don't know what you do explain for a it husband. explain it to me that's exactly yeah. what she says. <laughs> And he uh, he says that they're studying how they communicate with plants. And he says, by the way, he says the phrase, uh, well, it's not contrary. Is it contrary to popular opinion? It's, it's essentially. Something like that, yeah. It, that's, but he says that phrase like three times. And he's she's like, but plants don't talk. And he's like, well, contrary to popular opinion, we communicate with plants. Uh, plants can communicate. And she's like. Surely not with words. And he says that they're psychic. He says they communicate with, with thoughts. Thought pictures, he says. Not Flowers words, but thought, thought pictures. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, uh, and we pick up on those thoughts with a special instrument which that is this guy has. A microphone and headphones, right? Yes, it's yep. literally all this. Yeah. Uh, so like when he has so I'm like so how are you picking up on thoughts with a microphone and he doesn't explain Mm -mm. he does like give us bullshit science jargon right that's it that's all we need yeah Uh, by the way when she says that she was supposed well her mom was almost uh, molested she says she just bought a gun she told me I should get one too and he's like oh don't do that that's crazy Mm -hmm. Um, so he's doing he's experimenting with flowers communicating with flowers. So she puts on the headphones and puts the microphone at one of the flowers and then she looks all shocked in the face 
pulls out a gun and shoots the fucking scientist because the plan snitched on the yep. dude for cheating on her. <laughs> I wrote, look, literally, here's my string of notes, right? Horniness, okay. horniness. Is Blanche not going to be the horny one? That's weird. Molested in a sexual connotation. Next line. These plants are going to snitch on her husband. This is so dumb. I literally just wrote yeah. that. Because like, oh, this is exactly, I figured it out and already. she immediately shoots both of them. But what I like very much is when she shoots the husband, the nurse goes, Mrs. Michelson. Just like that. That's her. She doesn't scream. She doesn't try yeah, to yeah. run away. She is like, oh, I, 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 never. I never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her response is wild. <laughs> Uh, and that's the whole fucking episode. That's the, that's that's the, the whole, whole story. It's maybe five minutes. Yeah. Uh, it cuts back to James Coburn. Uh, he's doing. The, he's got a flower, and he's doing the "She loves me, she loves me, me not." Now. Yeah. And then I know he also says, contrary to popular opinion, yeah. plants do communicate, and he does the "I love." Yeah. Whatever. And then it like it like cuts from his from a body shot of him plucking the flower to a close-up of his face yeah. and it's like clearly a different day. His oh, hair is totally different. He's got a turtleneck on. It's completely different. <laughs> and that brings and that's it. And that brings us to catnip, which is wild. Uh, this story uh, is not good. Uh, One thing I've learned about the writers of the shows, they don't like veterans. They are are to a man bad. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So we meet. Yeah, the only only people who actually spit on Vietnam vets coming back home went on to write this show. (laughs) Uh, So we meet our protagonist, I guess, the main character. Yeah. He's a dirtbag. Steve, Mark, something, Rich, Mm -hmm. Richard, who gives a shit. Uh he says, uh, so his wife, his mom is like, I thought you had a job interview. He's got like a motorcycle jacket on or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's like, aren't you going to wear a tie at least? Or put on a suit at least? And he goes, suit as in tie? <laughs> he goes, I just got back from, I just did seven months in the Marines. Whatever. And I can't wear a tie ever again. That is not, so you got kicked out of the Marines. Right, right. Like, I was like, can seven you, months is not can a you hit. just quit the Marines after seven months? <laughs> no, you have been dishonorably <laughs> like discharged a, yeah. from the Marines. <laughs> yeah. And that takes a lot. I put in my two weeks at the Marines. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes, so he gets on his motorcycle, he drives to some old drug dealer's house. Yeah, yeah. So it's an Italian drug dealer named, uh, uh, oh, I wrote it down. Did you? Um, oh, come on. Where? Uh, I don't know. He's an old Italian man uh, who, by the way, also, I like that they're, uh, the writing can't, I think it's probably like a standards and practices thing, but they can't say what kind of drugs or even actually just say the word drugs. Yeah. So he's like, I want to buy five bags. Uh, and he's like, and the guy's like, well, you got the cash or whatever. And they keep, they call it like stuff a lot. Yeah. The, uh, the, the girl stuff. he goes to pick up goes, you got any stuff? Yeah. She's like, I'm trying to get off the stuff. Yeah. So we don't know what kind of drug it is. Yeah. Doesn't factor in, by the way. The drug dealing aspect of this store, of this show is not a factor yeah. at all. They me. may as well have been dealing like magic dust, like, <laughs> which oh. would make more sense in the context of this. Or it could have been catnip. And maybe this yeah. is a weird world with cats. Yeah. Who knows? But there's a cat in the yard, and our dude immediately is like, get the fuck out of here, you fucking cat. He's so mad. His He's so mad at a cat w- in a tree. Wild. Nowhere near him. Wild aggression towards this cat immediately, which will proceed to get worse as this show, mm. as this story goes on. Oh, yeah. He starts at an eight as far as being mad at cats. And he, um, 
And the old guy's like, oh, that cat belongs to the old lady across the street. She's a witch. Mm-hmm. So she's a straga, she call, calls her, which <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming is an Italian. It's like Italian for witch or whatever. Yeah. He's like, the, the Italian guy, He basically he's like, I want five to ten bags. You know I'm good for it or whatever. And he's mm-hmm. like, cash only. So the kid leaves. Yeah. He goes clearly he's like, fuck this guy over before. Yeah, clearly. Well, yeah. clearly he's a piece of shit. Yeah. He goes and mugs some old man. Uh, <laughs> he just pushes an old man into, into an alley, alley and then comes out with money. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he well, he's, he like blocks his way on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what time it is? And the guy goes, yeah. And then he just pushes him into an alley. Mm-hmm. You could have just pushed him into the alley. The t- yeah. The do you know what time it is part did nothing for you. Right, right. But you wanted to feel like clever. I get that, actually. Uh, <laughs> uh, then he goes to meet some girl who's a, uh, sitting at a bus stop. And she says uh, – uh, he, she's like, yeah, what are you doing out here? I thought you had work. And she's like, I don't have work here ever again or whatever. She says, the, that slime of a manager doesn't know when to stop. So, like, it's just so weird that – it's not weird. Obviously, it's been a thing. But, like, it feels like one woman wrote somewhere in this show because she was like, oh, yeah, women get sexually harassed at work. It's mm-hmm. been happening forever. Maybe we just put that little line in. It'll, yeah. it'll have some realism to it. Right, right, right. Uh, and then never address it again. Because... But then she says, <laughs> I'll just get another job. Really? That's fucking okay, I guess. Uh, um, <laughs> it's the Reagan 80s, baby. <laughs> They're giving away jobs. <laughs> he's like, she's like, you got any stuff? And he's like, well, I was about to go get some. Yeah. Come hop on my bike or whatever. They drive back to the old man's yeah. house. Who is Nino? I looked up his name. Nino, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that, I feel like that was just on a jar of spaghetti sauce yep. in, the, in like the snack lounge <laughs> or the writer's office. And yeah, they're like, yeah. Nino works. I gotta uh, go pick up from Ragu. <laughs> yeah. uh, he drives back to the house to buy some drugs for him and his girl. And again, it's just like, fuck this fucking cat. And the girl's like being nice to the cat. The cat's being shitty to him. The old lady comes out and is like, get away from my cat. Hits him with a walking stick or whatever. Yeah, because he's like trying to throw a rock at He's the like going to hit the rock. He's going to like bash the fucking mm-hmm. cat's head in with a rock. And she's like, you leave my cat alone. She hits the fucking his hand that's holding the rock or whatever. And he's like, uh... He fucking – he's like, ah, I heard you're a witch. Isn't that right, Strago or whatever? Yeah. And she starts making weird-ass cat noises. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Before that, uh, she goes – she tells him – like, after she hits him with a stick, she goes, best go on about your business. And he goes, don't tell me what to do. I was in the Marines. <laughs> I won't have anyone tell me what to do. It's like – she wasn't – it's not a literal well, – It's not an instruction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just get away from me is what she was saying. Leave my cat yeah. alone. Uh, yeah. And she starts hissing at him. Wild like, cat noises. I also want to say, people. I, I, we do a fair amount of like shitty supernatural kind of shows on this show. People, with if they find out somebody's a witch, like in all of pop culture, people's immediate response is to like taunt them, and like I don't mean like a Coachella witch. If you, if it's just like. 75-year-old lady who is clearly a witch, by the way. Yeah, yeah. She's just wearing, like, a black cloak and white hair. Yeah. She's just clearly a witch. She might as well float it in on a broom. Mm. Maybe just leave her alone. <laughs> it's it's going to work out for you. Right. It's never going to work out for you. She get, He gets all embarrassed and drives away. He goes to his house, picks out a box. Oh, my God. In the this box, guy, the, the amount of overkill this, this guy engages in. In... So he comes home. By the way, this mom is like completely fucking like snowed by this man because he's clearly a piece of shit. And she's just like, why? Anything for my Jimmy or whatever his fucking name is. He comes home, takes out a box. 
in that box is a little tin that says U.S. Army high explosives. Yeah. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit, what? He drives back to the old lady. Wait, house. wait, hold on, hold on. I just realized it said U.S. Army explosives. Didn't say Marines. Didn't say Marines. Sure did not. Sure did not. Yeah. It for sure did not say Marines. Fucking show. Uh, he takes the high explosives. He sets a booby trap on the cat door. Like a yeah. fucking landmine with well, this high ex- literally, high explosives. Literally, uh, a guy ran around Austin last year doing this exact thing. Yeah, he killed people, by the yeah, way. Horrific. Fully, yeah, yes. yeah. He puts a fucking bomb on the cat door. Then we get a shot. He we get a shot of the house. He drives away. We he, we get a shot of the house, and from the inside, we hear the old lady going like, "Oh, go on outside. Mm-hmm. What are you? What is your door stuck here? I'll help it. I'll open it for you." Half the house blows up. It is a massive explosion. Yeah, it's not like I was like, oh, so you? It, it, it's a it's a huge explosion. Yeah, right? it's a serious bomb. That's the national news for yeah, tonight. Uh, for is, yeah, for certain. Also, what did you think? He comes back and he's like, "What do you mean?" She well, by the way, uh, well, the actual uh, language okay, here is fucking okay, yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah. So he drives back the next morning to get some fucking drugs or whatever, mm-hmm. and there's all these cops at the street across. Yeah, across which the by the way, I thought that's what he went to do the day before. Get drugs, yeah. Get drugs. I guess he's getting more. All right. But more to the point, the fucking drug dealer when he first showed up gets mad at him for yelling at the cat for me like, hey, I don't, you know, I mm. sell fucking drugs out of this house. Keep it down, right? Yeah. So what do you do? Make a bomb across the street. Yeah, yeah. That's not. That's gonna be fine. There's a bunch of yeah. cops, right? And he shows up and he's like, what's going on over there? And he goes, oh, the old lady across the street. And he does like the thumb across his throat and he goes, <laughs> and the his dumbass goes, what do you mean? Thumb across the stove, fucking noise. Yeah, yeah. You know exactly what the right. fuck that means. It doesn't mean, oh, the old lady across the street, she moved. Does that, that's <laughs> not the fuck that means. You killed her, yeah, stupid, yeah. with your giant bomb. <laughs> oh, she, she saw her dead cat and she killed herself. <laughs> Wasn't <Yeah>. me. <laughs> so he drives away all freaked out. Mm-hmm. At which point the cat... We see the cat like making noises at him. Then he's driving. You know out what I bet it was? I bet the army has higher explosives than the marines. So he thought he was using a smaller explosive than he actually was. <laughs> <laughs> he's driving back home and he sees the cat out of nowhere in the middle of the road, mm-hmm. and he fucking starts revving at it. All right, fucking cat. And then the cat walks oh out of the way, and the cat's blocking a giant rock. There's he's a... going to run over the cat with his motorcycle. Plan because he's a fucking lunatic. Well, he also uh, just blew up its house a minute ago. <laughs> Running it over seems like a fucking step down. Yeah. <laughs> but the cat has somehow moved a giant boulder into the middle of the road that he was blocking and makes the guy dump his bike, right? Yeah. Um, cat runs away. He hobbles off home. <laughs> he gets home. Cat's on the roof. Cat's making a bunch of noises, jumps at him or whatever. He runs inside. The mom's like, oh, my God, I was so scared. When the cops called and he's like, what do you mean the cops called? What did they call? What's going on? And obviously he thinks they're calling about the explosion, right, right. right? And they're like, they found your motorcycle on the side of the road. We didn't know where you were. We thought you were dead. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, okay, I'm going to bed. And she's like, oh, well, I'll just make you some dinner. Yeah. What about that whole thing about what do you mean the cops called? That he's committed it, a crime. It, that is just, yeah. the only reason to respect like, around that way is yeah. if you're a criminal who's just committed a crime. Wake up, mom. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what, by the way, when he can't, when he like freaks out because the cat is on the roof, I don't understand that because the, it's just, just a cat at that point. It's always in just a cat. We're going to get to a thing that happens in the post Coburn wrap up that oh. made me furious, but we'll okay, get there. All right. right. Okay. I think what's freaking him out is how did the cat get here, right? I, I don't suppose. have the cat, but like you've been walking all night. 
And all of a sudden, the cat beat you there. Yeah, but also, how did I'd the like to cat know how the cat be- moved that fucking rock? Is what I want to know. How did the cats beat him out to the highway <laughs> on the motorcycle on legs, yeah. and then move the rock and then get in front of it? Sure. Well, we'll find out why. Uh, Do we? <laughs> a little in that there's magic involved. All I right. guess right. So the next scene, he goes upstairs. He hears the fuck like the cat comes in the room, runs under the bed. He goes to his closet, pulls out a sword. You know, a standard sword. standard marine issue samurai yeah. sword. Uh, <laughs> it says navy saber on it. Uh, <laughs> And he's fucking – the cat's under the bed, so he just starts <laughs> blindly jabbing, jabbing the – he doesn't, like, look underneath and try to see the cat no. stab it. His head is, like, resting its chin on the mattress, and he's just jabbing the fucking sword underneath the bed. And he makes, like, a big slicing motion, and then there's no more cat noise. And he goes, ah, I couldn't get away from that one or whatever, could you? Mm-hmm. And he looks under the bed. Yeah. And the old witch lady's head is just there. It goes like standing upright. It's just its head, her head sitting like upright. Yeah, it's not like laid over on the side. And like it like screams at him, which he falls over. And I was like, oh, is he gonna have like a heart attack? Is that like the witch's power yeah. or whatever? No, he falls over, and the cat eats his tongue. Yeah, it's. I the, think it's... because the mom then yells, Richie, Richie, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Answer me. What's what's the matter? Cat got your tongue? And then you see the cat's like mouth in his mouth or whatever. Yeah, and like, and oh, it's I like think kind he's of vaguely pulling. pulling. I'm yeah. like, so you, so. I think this whole story started with cat got your tongue, and How they wrote they wrote backwards. Is what I think yeah. happened. When he looks down after stabbing, I thought, okay, it's going to be like the old lady's body there, yeah, and yeah. he's going to have to like Explain. deal with that. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it was mu- it was gets. Vague, kind of mauled by a cat. Small cats. That's, I guess, also the witch. Sort of the witch's spirit or something. Yeah, I guess some sort of codependent relationship. I, I didn't. I definitely didn't get it. Here's what made me so fucking mad. Right. So we go. That's it. Right. And we get to the James Coburn ending. He goes. You know, if people just communicated better, we could avoid a lot of problems. For instance, if he had just told people that he was severely allergic to cats, then people would know why he reacted the way he did. No, they wouldn't. No, because that's not how you react when you're allergic to cats. You, know, you, you just don't, go. <laughs> you don't try to crush their heads yeah, with yeah. rocks. You just say, <laughs> "Hey, I can't be around cats. I'm allergic." That's <laughs> it. That's the end of it. You're not a fucking yeah, psychopath. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like Ed Kemper, I'm allergic yeah. to my mother. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> sorry, like, I'm allergic like, to co-ed hitchhikers. Yeah. Oh shit. Uh, okay, so that was one episode. Holy shit, we got to move a little bit quicker. Okay, episode all right, all right. six, though, it's fine. Episode <laughs> six, we've got That's two good. stories that are boring. Is it two stories in this one? Right, it is two. Oh um, Jesus Christ! The first one is dumb but short. The second yeah. one is so long. The second one made that military dad yeah, one yeah, yeah, feel yeah, yeah, short yeah. to me for sure. It was oh, so okay. the first episode. I didn't catch the name. It was lost story. in translation. Right. We start in the same high school chemistry lab <laughs> yeah. as the last, as the last moved, episode. They have moved the flowers. Yes. That is 100% the same. <laughs> uh, there's a, a white guy. He's interviewing like a somewhat Arab. Mm. Pra- he's brown. He could be Greek, but he's supposed to be Arab. Uh, and he's telling he needs his he needs him to translate stuff. He's hiring him to translate stuff. And the guy's going on about what a great scientist he is and all these archaeological discoveries that you've made. It's such an honor to work for you. And he's like, look, you've already got the job, but here's the thing: what we're doing is very secret. So if you don't you keep your mouth shut, I'll make sure you get hired on at the college. Blah 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 blah. He pulls out 
some fucking documents and it's the the scroll of bop and bop who gives a shit right yeah <laughs> you might have it i don't it's the well it's the scroll from the tomb of Aknamara. Yeah. it's this i looked it up not a real pharaoh of course it's not a real pharaoh right yeah and he is some pharaoh that lit, he ruled the ancient world for his entire lifetime and the secret which is of, like what a pharaoh does it's all, it's all they do, right <laughs> but apparently he did it through some sort of secret magical powers the secrets of which are contained in these scrolls if only he could be translated to translate, translate right? cuneiform and he's got this guy that can speak can read translate cuneiform yeah. right and he immediately is like you can't do this many people have died and it's a curse here's what pisses me off about this shit anytime there's like a mummy thing no matter what, right? Mm-hmm. This man is a scientist. Like, you're a scientist, right? But so is the fucking other guy, the Arab dude, right? Yeah. Why is he immediately like, oh, no, ookie spookies? Why isn't he also just like, – the one scientist is like, look, this is all bullshit. Just translate this for me. There's no such thing as a curse. Why is why is an Arab scientist also always immediately like, oh, no, but also curses? Like, yeah. you're a scientist. You shouldn't believe this shit either. But also it seems like the other – the first scientist is also, like, thinking this is real magic well, shit. Well, that's what – he thinks it's magic shit but doesn't believe in curses, which you can't. You can't have both. Uh, that's true. You can't that's have true. both, right? Yeah. It's either all magic or no magic. But he says – the Arab guy says the dumbest shit though. He says uh, whatever was in there is like he was evil. He's a bad guy or whatever, right? He used the darkest magics mm-hmm. that were strong enough to harness the powers that could build the pyramids. So slavery. slavery. Give me, yeah, give yeah. me slavery. That's <laughs> literally all it was. Uh, <laughs> and he goes, there are other sciences old and forgotten. Yeah, and I'm like, no, those aren't science. Those aren't science. Those aren't science. <laughs> that's not how science works. It's either science or it's not science. He goes back to the other room for like an hour, comes back out, has the whole thing. Normally these – like the translation process is like it takes a long time. In these movies, it's always like – or whatever. It's like, oh, he's got to go through these books. I need this other text to translate this text. He does it in like – like at Google Translate. It's like yeah, fucking – it's like he has a code that's like A equals squiggly. B yeah, 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 yeah. It's immediately translated and he tells him, look, uh, you know, I translated it here and it says that he was able – uh, it made it, it contains a, the uh, recipe for a potion mm-hmm. that gave him his power, and it said that it makes his enemies diminish before him. Uh, and the guy's like, "Oh well," and he's like, "And the ingredients?" And the guy says, hands him the book, and goes, "Readily available." Readily. Why? Why are they yeah, readily yeah. available from <laughs> ancient fucking Egypt? <laughs> but sure, they're readily available. Uh, re- apparently, readily available in the lab because he makes it immediately. Right, he doesn't right. have to go anywhere. No. <laughs> he doesn't have to go to like another wing of the museum. He yeah, just, he doesn't it, have to like stop at H E B for the yeah, soda. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This makes it immediately. Yeah. He drinks his fucking potion yeah. and starts it, screaming. The uh, the one ingredient we hear him say is flower of papyrus. <laughs> I didn't even hear that. Is yeah. that papyrus He's, just like a goes, like the shit you write on? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like parchment, essentially. <laughs> I, think, I think it's a plant, but it's also a font. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he goes, "Flower of papyrus," and I'm done. That's what he says. Yeah. <laughs> and he's about to drink it, and he goes, "Will drinking this make all of my enemies diminish before me? Why do you have enemies? Yeah, you're a you're a, a research tenured professor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, what enemies do yeah. you have? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, what's his plan now? What's his what is he world going to dom- domination? What I, world is he going to dominate? <laughs> archaeology. So he fucking drinks it down. He starts screaming, falls over, mm-hmm. cuts to the next day. His I guess wife or whatever is there with like the, the dean. The dean. 
scene, and he's like, I'm, she's like, I'm sorry I bothered you, but you know, he never came home last night. That's not like him. Mm-hmm. Oh, the door to the lab's locked. I laughed at this. He goes, oh, I called the janitor. Uh, he'll be here in a minute with a key. The guy who shows up with a key, who's supposed to be a janitor, is wearing a cardigan with patches on the elbows and a bow tie. What kind of janitor is that? Uh, <laughs> one at a prestigious university. That's true. I guess I've never been to a prestigious university. <laughs> Uh, they go inside. He's not there. He he's, it's, he's dressed for the, it's dressed for the job he wanted. He's trying to be like the Matt Damon janitor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But that would be so good. They're like, oh, dressed for the job you want, but he's still fucking dumb. <laughs> but he's just drawing yeah, yeah. figures by all the math equations. Uh, so he comes, nobody's there. The, there's the, like the Bunsen burner still going. Like, oh, mm. that's weird. And then the guy goes, oh, cuneiform. <laughs> that was one of my passions. So I'm surprised your husband didn't ask me to translate. And he goes, oh, this translation's terrible. Goes, what do you mean? So, well, it says, look, he wrote that it says, uh, well, uh, made my enemies diminish before me. But what it actually, when I, so when I drink this, it makes my enemies diminish before me. What it actually says is, when I serve this to my enemies, they diminish in size. And they go, oh, well, like, well, I'm sure he'll turn up. Mm-hmm. They leave. Yeah. And- we just get a shot of honey. I shrunk the scientist. Yeah, he is a little baby scientist, a little tiny little little elf scientist or whatever. <laughs> He's like shrunken and clearly the same set designer that did the, the, yeah, like yeah. the soldiers like the saw blade thing they've made a giant door that he's like kind of knocking on or whatever the professor drops a giant match that yeah, 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 yeah 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 and yeah he's now just shrunken yeah. down but like here's what's dumb right now what's next he doesn't die right yeah. he's just tiny and he's not that tiny. He's not like microscopic. He's like Barbie doll. He like he's too big to fit out. Under he, can't, the door, he tries to slide example. under the door and he can't slide under the yeah. door, right? So like the shit when the fucking when the uh, whatever comes back, the fucking uh, janitor with the bow tie comes back, mm-hmm. shouldn't he just be like, Hey, down here <laughs> I like I know you can hear me. I've got a tiny voice, but it's probably high pitched, but you could hear me. And then what? Like the, the, he doesn't get his comeuppance, he's just tiny. And also, why is this come? It's just a weird. It's a story. Just doesn't work. I mean, it was it's funny. Kind of, it would kind of suck. It to would be suck to be shrunken, right? But also, we don't know this for the rest of your life. You got a fucking thing. There's got to be other shit you can That's, translate. Yeah, there's a lot of directions this story could go, and none of them good. <laughs> uh huh. Uh, <laughs> then the next, this story, the transition here is so weird, right? Because that ends, and then we hear someone go next on dark room. Mm. And we get like the first like four minutes. It's not even like the like a lot of times they'll show a little trailer or a little, or a little like coming attraction y thing coming next. Story. Coming yeah, next. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, five or six quick seconds. No. Maybe maybe no, twenty it's like seconds, the full right? First scene. It's the full first act of this fucking story, and then we go to James Coburn. It's very messy. Yeah. This is the first and only period piece they do, right? <sighs> I mean, I guess I guess I don't know. It's hard to tell the like what time frame the the cutting the guy's legs like, off. Are I, supposed yeah, to be. Sure, sure, but, but like, like straight up, so, yeah, 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 for sure. They spent all. They, this is the first one they've spent some money on because uh, they had to buy all those dumb costumes. <laughs> God, what, now, what a, so the, it what opens. A waste of money. It's such one. a. It's so dumb. <laughs> I hated this one. so I hated much. it so much. And it was so boring. I kept like I like made a chicken while this. Like I roasted it. Like I prepped and put a chicken in the oven while this was going. Three different instances in my notes for this one. I wrote. I wrote. Uh, this one is gonna be fucking long. Like as soon as it started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote. I was right. This one's fucking long. God, I hate this. This is so fucking long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's fucking boring. It opens with a man. And he's shirtless, and it's like. I couldn't tell what country it is. Turns out it's France, right? Mm. And he's like coming out of a window. And like I'm watching this. I'm like, oh, is he like 
he's like an adulterer, right? Yeah. That's what I thought. That's, yeah. And that's what like, I thought for the whole story until so, the end. Until we find until out. Until he says oh the thing God. at the end, right? Are yeah. you right? Okay, so the whole time. I'm, so, all right. So he like jumps out this window. All of a sudden mm-hmm. the police are there, right? And they're like, yeah. stop. And he leads him on a little <laughs> kind of goofy chase. He pushes one guy down the stairs. He grabs a, a, a thing and swings out on it's it. It's like a bunch of three musketeers. kind of shit. Yeah, 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 exactly. But then he gets caught. Mm-hmm. He gets caught and he's going to be executed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they they execute you for adultery? I didn't know. It doesn't mean, right, there was no right. – it just didn't make sense. Also, like, France doesn't seem like the country for that. Like, maybe if this was some weird African country where whatever, like, you fucked with the – like, even if they're – I was like, oh, he's got to be like he, – he, like, slept with the fucking mayor or the whatever, the king's wife or because it's like the 1800s or something. I don't know when. Yeah. Um, we find out that he is – so the woman he was sleeping with. All right, so James, that that all happens. He gets taken into custody, right? And then James Coburn comes on, and then she he starts talking about the uh, the guillotine, and they call it the nation's razor or whatever. Which took me a long time to understand what they were saying through like bad accent work. And he says that there was a tradition that if. The it was hard to find people to do the fuck to be like the executioner. Yeah, they could. They, there was one guy who was willing to do it. Dude. He was called a Monsieur de Paris, and there was a the tradition. man of Paris. Like, what are you talking about, Mister Paris? <laughs> <laughs> yes. If, uh, and if uh, and if mi- there was a tradition that if Mister Paris died the night before an execution, uh, convict was supposed to be executed, and they couldn't find anybody to replace him in time. I think. That I he, think. I think. Well, they just, say he says those words. He says, oh, and they can't find anybody to replace you in oh, time. Okay, then you get okay. to go free, um, which I don't believe to be true. That does. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't even believe it was hard to find people to do that job. I, I feel like not, in that yeah. time period, people were starving. They probably paid pretty well. Yeah. Like, I promise you it was yeah. not hard to find people to do that. Before that, I noticed uh, James Corbin goes, Madam Guillotine, an appropriate if somewhat yeah, sexist that- nickname. And I'm like, if – how is it appropriate if it's also if sexist? It's also sexist yeah, yeah. <laughs> because guillotine is just what it is. So if right. you're calling it a woman's name, that means it's I don't I, even know. I, I but know also, they, they all they call boats women, right? Like they refer to boats as she's, right? Yeah, I think that's just a thing you refer to objects as. You, re- I can't think of an object like. Any any inanimate object, you always say like, "Oh, she's a beaut." Yeah, you know, guitar or whatever, right? Yeah, I can't yeah. think of an inanimate object you refer to as in the yeah. mail. Like, "Hello, Mrs. Honda Civic." Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he's he gets visited by the fucking woman, and apparently he knows about this tradition. Mm-hmm. So, but nobody knows who the executioner is. It's kept secret. Yeah. By the way, oh, oh, the, oh, is it? Is that that's the gimmick, right? That's why okay. he has. To, that's why it, the the date of the execution and who the executioner is is kept secret, okay. which is why she has to go fuck that creepy guard dude to find out who the executioner is and I why. I thought she was just finding out the date. Uh, I thought it was who both. I thought it was both. It might have been both. Who I gives a shit, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so she has to go fuck some gross guy. Uh, who yeah. like shows up at the guy's cell and goes like, "Hey, by the way, fuck your bitch!" Like it's so gross. He doesn't yeah. like, and he doesn't then go like, "Oh, here's that information you needed." By the way, I got thanks for the whatever. He just shows up, says like, "Your lady's doing a lot of unladylike stuff," and then leaves. He doesn't. He just does that to taunt him. But apparently, he tells her outside of the jail. Yeah. So the plan is they're gonna kill the fucking. They're gonna. She's gonna get close to the executioner, kill him, and then he'll be able to. He'll get set free, right? 
And I, the whole time, I'm like, well, he's only he's only in for like cheating on somebody. Like, I don't want this. Ex- I mean, I don't like the death penalty. So if I, somebody's got to die, I guess the executioner is better yeah, than yeah. this guy who only. If cheated. we have to kill someone, it might as well be somebody from the show Dark Room. Like, it might <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do feel like I've seen him in previous episodes of the show. <laughs> um, but this takes. By the way, I'm telling this story quickly. It takes. Forever, there's like the, long the first scene dinners. Was, the first vignette was so short. This one is like thirty plus minutes long. So long, and it's so slow. It and really all is. It needed it needed a quarter of the time it took so to tell the same much, story. Absolutely, the boring shit about his garden and oh, it must be such a lonely. They're all life. speaking English, but with very bad and inconsistent French accents. Too terrible. Also, by the way, did you notice who she is? No. I don't super know her name, but did you ever watch The Sopranos? Yes. The lady Shylock who gets killed uh, by Paul by um, Phil Leotardo when he takes over the New York crew after Carmine dies. There's like a blonde lady Shylock. She's got a big buff like dude. She fucks who's her bodyguard or whatever. And she he like it's a real shitty scene where he like che- chases around an apartment. We told you to knock it off and like kills her. And it's like oh, starts shit. a big war. I'd... It's her okay. like thirty years. Doesn't matter. What I okay. Um, <laughs> So she has to ingratiate herself into this guy's life or whatever to get close to him. Mm-hmm. So they talk about this fucking garden forever. And then they go to his house for – he's like, well, you could join me for dinner. Mm-hmm. That I'm assuming is like his maid or said, housekeeper. No, he says it's his aunt. Well, his aunt's a bitch. <laughs> his aunt is just like – now, she doesn't know he that this lady's trying to kill him. But she and, seems very suspicious of her. Yeah, but for no real reason. And Other than the fact that she's kind of younger than he is. And also, like, she doesn't take enough precautions if she is suspicious. No, she leaves immediately. She's yeah, very yeah. rude. Uh, but she, the whole time, she's like, uh, uh, says something, oh, I thought this was cake. She's like, it's porridge. Like, she's just real shady to mm. her. He, she, uh, and there's a bunch of scenes of back and forth with her and the fucking dude in the jail cell and whatever. She, yeah, po- at one point the at one point the guard like tell like warns Pierre that the Monsieur de Paris might not actually die and that he might get executed the next day. Right, and we don't know why that. Why? He, yeah. would they, I thought the whole point was you're trying to you're killing him, right? So like, did you not like? Is there not enough poison? What I don't understand. We it, and based on how how it plays out, the guard there, there was happenstance. Like the guard, there was not a secret that the guard was keeping. Right. Yeah. Because apparently, yeah. I, how did the guard even know that? That's like doesn't. Wait, make... wait. There was nothing to know. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> well, fucking a. I, God yeah, damn like, it! I didn't even catch on to that. Now it makes it even angry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. He's he's actually resistant to rat poison. It turns out. Like that would be one thing. But yeah. 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 No. Nothing. It was but nothing. She, she puts poison. She, she puts, puts poison the, in his porridge. In right? his porridge. Yeah. Yeah, this is porridge. So she's like, oh, I thought I was having a cake or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, it's his porridge for the morning. And I'll feel, excuse me, I have to leave. Mm-hmm. The aunt leaves. The next day, he fucking, the guy, like, the m- m- Mr. Paris is going to, yeah. uh, get on his horse to go do the execution. And then he, yeah. like, grabs, oh, he grabs his heart and falls he, over. He also, him, like, right? pulls out of a cupboard. He pulls out this big black case. And in it is the blade for the, the guillotine. It's so funny. I tried to look this I couldn't figure out if this is like a thing that actually yeah. happened. No, nope. okay, all right. Certainly okay. not. That shit is clearly built yeah, into right. the you fucking thing. It's not a thing you carry around with yeah. you. It's so dumb. Also, you know how heavy that fucking thing would be? The, the the guillotine is like the size of a small cookie sheet in this mm-hmm. fucking TV show. That thing is 
is huge. And it works with gravity, so it yeah, has to, to be, be heavy. weighted. Yeah, it's so fucking dumb. <laughs> so stupid. He's carrying his leather satchel <laughs> with his fucking blade in it. Yeah, yeah, I got a 30-pound sharpened blade with me. Yeah. I'm just going to walk with it on these cobblestone streets. <laughs> Nothing bad's going to happen ever. He falls over. Uh, it's had a heart attack or whatever. The point. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, yeah. He, he's like, he, and this is this took so fucking long. This is like it was like ten minutes of this guy crawling, crawling. through the streets of Paris, yeah, like half yeah. dying. Is he gonna drop? No, he keeps going. And By like the, way, the woman the, is like following him this whole time. I would also like to add the music in these in this in the story is like jaunty. There's never like a serious <laughs> yeah. music. It's very much like it's like it's very weird. Um, it's French humor. You so I guess. assumed he died, right? And I was kind of up and down doing yeah. shit, right? And the woman assumes she died. Yeah. She runs to the jail, jail to like see him, see her guy freed. Right. And the guy clearly assumes he's, he's died because he has he's late or whatever, and he's never late. And we find out that our guy, who the whole time I thought was just some innocent adulterer, mm-hmm. goes. He just says real offhandedly, too. By the way, you know, he's like, ah, that old lady. If only that old lady. If only I. Had uh, slit that old lady's throat properly, she would have never identified me. Oh, well, yeah. guess I'm free. And I was like, what the fuck? What? Yeah. And <laughs> like, I, out of nowhere. Yeah, and now I have no reason to root for this guy, which is the only thing you would need, the only the only thing that could create any tension or to... for the entire, like, 15 minutes left in the whole so show. Long. <laughs> so long. Except stupid. that it's not the only thing because – so everybody showed that they're walking him to the gate to be free, right, mm-hmm. because the guy isn't there. And everybody's real mad about it. And I love the idea that, like, it's no, just... No, everyone was cheering, let him free. Oh, I didn't catch that. I thought yeah, they were screaming at him. Yeah, which made less that sense. Makes no sense. Now we know that he's a they fucking murderer. To, they all showed up to watch a guy die, and then the, there's a... So, like, no, we just love the rules, and technically he should be freed. We, we love rules. and that would, I think so that's the only thing weird. we could possibly... I did not catch that. I <laughs> thought they were like, robble, robble. I didn't hear what they were no. saying. So I thought they were just <laughs> mad that he wasn't getting killed. That is so funny. Uh... But then our fucking executioner shows mm-hmm. back up yeah. and takes another eight minutes to crawl yeah. to the fucking guillotine yeah. and take out the fucking blade and then slide it into the little trapper keeper and thing. And the that whole holds time it's like, is he going to die before, before he, he can actually get the And that's the, this is what I'm talking about where I want this guy to die now. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now I'm just like, okay, hurry <laughs> up. Get up there. Cut his fucking head off. Please. Like, I don't – it's not tense anymore. It's yeah. just boring. Uh, they put the guy's head in the guillotine, right? Yeah. They've pulled it up. He's uh, – the, the uh, Mr. Paris is, oh, oh am I going to make it – keels over dead, right? <laughs> and the doctor says there, – there's a young doctor character, by the way, that we've met a couple times. He shows up and he's like, oh, this, I'm sorry, sir. This man is dead. Yeah. And then here – I missed it. Does he – who pulls the string to release the guillotine? It look it looks like he drops the guy's hand yeah. and oh, the hand falls, hits the rope. Hits the okay, lever. that's what it must be. Okay, yeah. I'll buy that. Because uh, I couldn't figure out what it. I couldn't figure out why the blade dropped at first, and I was not rewinding it to find out. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh, but yeah, so that's what happens. He's holding his hand up to check his pulse. He says yeah. he's dead. He drops his hand. It's the lever. <laughs> the guy dies after all. They should have. The last shot should have been that doctor going. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, fuck that story. It took yeah. so long. It was so boring. It made me very angry. They were, they were getting very lazy by this point with the editing, with especially with the James Coburn parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're getting very lazy. This next one, he just goes like, this first story, he doesn't even like hold up a picture. Mm. He just like talks. 
So the, the episode seven, the first one is called Exit Line. Uh, there is a what was that play? It was so it opens uh, and there's a well, it opens. Well, I guess I guess we're not supposed to realize it's a play initially, and then it pans out and you see that it's a theater. It's right? this couple fighting. It's this couple fighting. It's this black dude, this white lady, and he's like strangling. And he's and it's real racist. It's just like he's just like ah, you're cheating on me, baby. I don't, mm. What it's real set like. I don't know that they did plays like that. Like it's like if it's like and the the premise of the episode is that he's performing this play, he gets a bad review from this lady, right? And they want a good review because Hollywood has purchased the yeah. rights of this play and they're going <laughs> the to stu- make it the famous they, studio Hollywood. He literally <laughs> says my agent got a call from Hollywood, the <laughs> studio that's making the play. Says that. Uh, I'm going to get signed by Hollywood. <laughs> but uh, Mr. Television called. Monsieur TV called. Uh, but he says uh, – so he wants a good review because they're hesitant <coughs> about signing him because of your bad review, right? Mm. But that implies that like it's like the premise of the play is like you cheated on me, baby, with Rico, but I got you know with with Johnny or whatever. But Rico took care of Johnny in that right sugar tits or whatever. He's like real like slangy. It's like if Shaft started as a play and then was made a yeah. movie, like that's how those. It's like how black Expl- it's a black exploitation play it's which a, I don't know black, existed. It's a black exploitation. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. She he uh right so she leaves clearly she's not enjoying the play mm-hmm. he follows her to the well, TV station she is a theater critic she has an obligation to stay through the whole play hundred <laughs> percent um she leaves he follows her to the TV station because apparently in this world not only are theater reviews on the nightly news yeah but it it happens like this you go to the you watch the play and then walk directly to the tv station into the studio and broadcast (laughs) your play that's literally the time frame that it takes place in uh i loved her review which implied that literally everything about the play was good except for this guy's literally the whole point is how bad he and she like names his name (laughs) yeah and like he's never gonna make it like saying (laughs) horrible shit about this man right but then he just starts f- – also, by the way, the play was called Black on Black. I didn't catch that. Oh, my God. I swear to God she says it in the review and I was like, ooh. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's real gross, right? So he is now just stalking her, right? He's yeah, showing holy. up. He calls her. Calls he her a bunch of times. waits outside her building. It's not okay. No. His behavior is like you should be calling the police because what we learned in the society is stalking leads to killing. You this is not some shit to play around. No, like, this is a bad yeah. man. Um, he follows her to a restaurant. He has his manager show up in the restaurant and give this terrible ass screed about how like you don't understand. He's different. He's not just a, he's a different kind of actor. He was a Vietnam veteran and got hooked on junk and then mm. he you know he did two years to get clean and he did it through psychodrama and that's how he got into acting. And she's like, I don't care. He was bad in the play or whatever. And she's he's like they're like please just like he's like look they're making this movie this is one chance your review could fucking ruin his life just come watch it again and give him another chance mm. Steve he, go, he goes you got the same seat you had last yeah time. yeah he, it, she it, hands him yeah, yeah it's your regular seat three B on the aisle or whatever yeah. right but she's supposed to make she is 
made a phone call before they have shown up to some guy that's clearly trying to break up with her. And she's like, please just come to dinner. Like, you owe me that much. And, like, just yeah. try or whatever. And so, then she hangs up the landline phone at her table? Is that – If you watch old movies, though, that would be a thing. You would see, like, at fancy restaurants, they would come with, like, a, like a silver oh, okay. tray. Oh, I have seen with that. The I have key, seen like, that. the phone on it and be like, here, oh, you have a call or whatever. But we so don't, I don't see – that's crazy. Okay. That, no, we just, like – I think we're supposed to assume that's what happened. Okay. Because it literally the, is – We don't see the phone delivered arrived, no, or it's just, picked up. It's just It there. is just on the table. That is for sure accurate. Okay. Fair enough. So she's like, yes, I'll, she says, like, maybe I'll try or whatever. But she doesn't go because she's supposed to go to the fucking uh, dinner and try to win this guy back or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. So she gets home and the fucking actor dude is in her apartment. Yeah. And it's I'm like, oh, well, this is a bad dude. Like, he's broken into her yeah. house. This is It's, like, genuinely unsettling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she turns the also, lights on. Also, the black guy we have seen, like, I have seen in a ton of shit. Uh, his name is Stan Shaw, I believe. I looked it up. Uh, you ever see, uh, oh, what's that fucking Nicolas Cage movie, Snake Eyes? No. Oh, uh, it's, like, shot in, tw- it's, like, De Palma, and it's, like, tw- uh, shot in real time, whatever. It's a... Uh, conspiracy thing in Vegas, whatever. He's a boxer. Now, he's been in a okay. bunch of... Look him up. He's been in a bunch okay, of shit. Okay, okay. It's like an early performance is. But, uh... So he starts going on about how you've ruined my life, and she, he's like, I looked into you, and what were you? You're just a failed actress. Or if you can even call it that, you had three roles and then realize you can never make it, whatever. He pulls out a gun when she screams, and he's gonna kill her if she makes another noise. Mm-hmm. There's a whole scene in his apartment... Where he, uh, she's like, look, I'll, I'll give you, you know, I'll, you know, change my mind. I'll change your view. He's like, it's too late. This is where he says, oh, my manager got a call from Hollywood. Yeah. They're siding somebody else. And he says they called this afternoon, which means if she'd gone to the too place, late, it wouldn't have mattered. Too anyway. late, <laughs> absolutely, a hundred percent too late. Uh, he, she's like, I'm gonna have a drink if that's okay. Yeah. She's like, she's of course because she's a rich lady. She has a decanter, yeah. Uh, which she hits him in the head with, right? Mm, and he drops. He drops to the ground. And good. She grabs the gun. She's like, All right, I got the gun now. You do what I say. Get up. And he's not getting up. And she like kind of checks his pulse. We're supposed to believe he's dead, right? Yeah. And uh, I'm like, Good. When she hits him, I'm like, Good. You are. You. This is the most self defense of self defense. This man who's been stalking to stalking you. Broke into your house with a gun with a vendetta. Okay. I'm glad you killed him. Can I read my note that please. I wrote as soon as she walked in and saw him there? Uh, is it the same note I wrote? It but is. Please go I ahead. wrote, okay, hang on. Is he going to threaten her and then go, ta-da, acting? I wrote, <laughs> is, that is he going to act like he's just been acting this whole time? So <laughs> fucking dumb. Yeah. And this is before the my <laughs> agent got a call yeah. from this afternoon from Hollywood. So, yes, we both got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yes, that's exactly. She she go, like does a knock at the door. She's yeah, yeah. freaked out because she's killed this man. Mm-hmm. Uh, she opens the door. Yeah. Pres- well, I think we're – Okay, yeah. I think he's dead, right? Because right. that's the – I mean, it ends with that, right? I guess, yeah. He opens the, the door and the the, uh, the manager the manager is there, there, the agent. And he's like, see, didn't I tell you he was great? <laughs> like, She's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, he's been acting this whole time. She pulls the trigger. There's no bullets in the gun. At least it should have had a red flag come out with bang on it. Like, at least give me that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then she screams because she's, she's killed this innocent man. Not an innocent man. That no. man's death is on his and his hands alone. When was he going to reveal that he was acting the I'm whole time? I'm assuming after he raped her. It's the only like, time what I is happening? It's, what? <laughs> it's insane. Also, that's not how you prove you're a good actor. No. That takes no acting ability no. to scare someone by breaking <laughs> into their house. Like if, Adam, I know you. If I came home when you were just in my house, I would be frightened. Like, yeah. that's weird. <laughs> no, give me a roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so that's fucking terrible. 
<laughs> which then brings us to more. So this is like what I was saying about like problematic writing. This was like shittily racist in the beginning, and then also like just we're supposed to make stalking okay if it's, you're trying to get a job. Like yeah. problematic shit. This next one wildly problematic too. It is called "Who's There." <laughs> Uh, and it leads with like, uh, whatever the guy's name is, Steve Lambert or whatever is, uh. Well, it opens with James Corbett going, yeah. remember that big thing that happened out there the other day that was in all the papers? Cut to the scene. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> that was one they were like, we're going to put this wherever we need it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he opens, uh, we find a man, he's sitting in his kitchen, but he, he oh, it's late. It's like three in the morning. He can't sleep because mm. there's arguing from upstairs. Like this couple is yelling about whatever. And he's going to Chicago. I thought it was weird. Like, so this is happening. He's hearing this argument. They next morning, she walks out. The woman from upstairs walks out. So does the man eventually. He comes, the guy we'd seen previously walks out and he's like, Hey, hurt you guys up there. Who approaches their neighbors like yeah. that? There's a wild screaming match. No, like, you, hey, don't, hurt you, you, you don't. You don't make, don't eye, make contact. eye contact. You wait inside until <laughs> yeah. you see them pull away, even if it's going to make you late yeah, for yeah. work. That's how you handle that situation. <laughs> um, so he's like, I have to go to Chicago. The guy from upstairs says, I have to go to Chicago for a job interview. And the girl says she's going to stay with her mom for mm-hmm. a few days. And he's like, oh, I'll keep an eye on the place. And the next morning... He comes out of the room. He the next that night it's like one forty five in the morning. We see it. He uh, the the guy from downstairs walks into his kitchen shirtless and jeans. Yeah, a lot of shirtless and jeans yeah, in this yeah. show. <laughs> kind of sweaty. He opens his fridge, cracks a beer oddly, looks at the clock, and he hears noise upstairs. Right, the chandelier moves. Somebody's up there. Yeah. So he grabs a kitchen knife and he walks upstairs. And the husband's back and he's drunk and he has a gun. And he starts talking about how his wife is cheating on him. She cheats on me all the time. That's why I have to keep switching jobs. He says that so good. He says she fucks all my coworkers and bosses, basically. I have to keep changing jobs because I keep punching my bosses. Why do you think I've had so many jobs? Why do you think I'm out of a job now? My wife has a thing for the people I work with. No, she has has a thing for humiliating you. That's what she has a thing for. There's not a fetish of your husband's coworkers. No, no, it's a a cuckold. Is what she has yeah. a fetish for. Uh, she then this made me laugh. She's this time she's cheating, and he's like, "You you don't know she's cheating on you." He's like, "Yeah, I do." This time it's with the guy from the grocery store. You know the manager, Lance or Rance. <laughs> Rance is not a name. No one has been named Rance. R A N C E. I know you a Rance. You know a I know Rance. A Rance. <laughs> Jesus, what farm did you meet him on? <laughs> he does live in Nebraska. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> I've never heard that name before. In my I've life. heard it once. Oh, okay. <laughs> So they're having this conversation. He's trying to convince him not to kill the wife. <coughs> he's go. She's. Uh, he's like, oh, he's, she lies all the time. She, she, oh, she promised. She's told me no more lies. She promised she's not going. She's going to cheat. Said on the great on my dear dead father's grave, which is how I know she's lying because that's what she always says when she's lying. Right? <laughs> he goes. But he's like, he gets the. He's like, all right, but just like, it's like it. He basically says to the the guy, the husband, like, I'm going to wait here. I called the I called the mom's house uh, where she's supposed to be staying, but she didn't come to the phone, so she had a headache or whatever. She was laying down. So if she comes back here with this guy, then I'm going to kill him. Mm-hmm. Or if she shows back up here, then that is proof that she's cheating on me. Our guy from downstairs goes downstairs to where he's been fucking the upstairs yeah. neighbor's <laughs> wife. Uh, and tells her basically like, hey, are you 
she's sleeping with anybody else and she's like no baby I, I swear it's just you and he doesn't do it for me anymore but you're all I need I, on my dear dead father's grave yeah. or whatever and our dude goes well you know I, I'm sorry I just got a phone call my buddy needs a place to sleep and I wasn't thinking about it I told him he could stay here and she's like well I'm not driving back to my mom's house tonight he goes, she goes oh, why would you you live upstairs just go upstairs <sighs> Which is he's sending her upstairs to be murdered, fucking killed because she's sleeping with someone else other than other him. than him. Now, like, who are we? I mean, I guess I root for her, even though she's like, I don't think you should cheat on people yeah. continuously. But she's the only one who is not, not trying to, to murder, murder anybody. Exactly yeah. for like shitty toxic masculinity yeah. reasons, like. My property is fucking somebody else, so she has right. to die. Yeah. It's horrific. And the other guy's like, my property that I stole from my neighbor is yeah, fucking yeah, somebody yeah, else. Yeah, 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 It's wild. Fuck, yeah. Uh, and yeah, so that's the episode ends with her going upstairs to be murdered by her husband. Like, so much shitty. Like, like if I was a woman watching this, I'd be like, this is like... You know, people go, oh, triggering or whatever. This is going to be fucking triggering. It's a stalker and now just men trying to murder you for, like, yeah. enjoying your pussy. It's fucking wild. It made me mad. I fucking gross. And there's nothing particularly like otherworldly creepy about this. Not creepy. It's just, it's just straight up, up behavior. Men, men murdering women. Yes, literally. That's all, all it is. is. Yeah. Uh, not much of a twist. I get the twist is supposed to be like we didn't realize he was fucking the girl, the dude's wife. But like I did. I, mean, well, okay, I figured that immediately. <laughs> yeah. uh, which brings us to I literally the last note I wrote is piece of shit. Piece of Next shit. episode, uh, rarest of wine. Yeah, the last. This story. one doesn't even get a James Coburn intro. No, straight through it. He's he out. left. He left the building. <laughs> yeah, yeah, He's yeah. He's like, yeah, this yeah. show's over. I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> remember uh, that thing? Remember that thing that happened in the news? Was... I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> it was me quitting. That's what happened. <laughs> um, so this is. Uh, it opens, there's two rich people walking into a mansion mm-hmm. cluttered with old shit, and the uh, one, their brother and sister, the brother is complaining because the mom has died, and she left all of the money and the business and all that shit to the daughter, and to him, he left. she left the house and all the belongings in the house, paintings and all this shit. Yeah, and he's like, I don't want this stupid bullshit. I don't like, want this stupid mansion full of yeah. expensive things, which he eventually sells. Which, like, clearly means you could make a bunch of money on this. You could have money. They argue back and forth. He's been like, you know, she's like, I'm the one who went to law school. I'm the one who went to business school and went to uh, study and intern Mm. there every year, every summer to learn a business. It's basically what season five of Succession is going to (laughs) be. He's pissed. Mm -hmm. He's like, I wrote down there's nothing worse than a spoiled adult. Because, like, he's just (laughs) what that is. Uh, he picks up this uh, music box and just smashes it because, like, well, it's mine, isn't it? Yeah, because he knows she, he knows she the, likes his it. His sister loves it. And she's like, look, I, here's what I want. I want us to split everything 50-50. I want half the business. You get half the house. And she's like, no, I can't do that. Mm. This business is like a multi-million dollar company. We have 900 employees. I can't let you run it into the fucking ground, yeah. you spoiled fucking playboy asshole. She comes back to the house and it's like empty, right? There's yeah. no furniture. The place was like cluttered with paintings and furniture and all. Yeah. He comes back and it's and there's just a one chair. And I laughed. I genuinely laughed when he's like she she walks in. She goes, "Freddie," and there's a chair facing a fireplace. So you just see it from behind, and you just see this wine glass yeah. come up, and he just goes, "Oh, hello." But I wrote it down. He's like, "Oh, sister." 
Yeah, there's this wine glass. It's like the most perfectly framed evil yeah, shot. So, yeah. <laughs> it just made me laugh, Jed. I really did. So he's basically sold all the art and the furniture. Telling everything in that house. And he used the money to buy a bunch of vintage wine. And here's what's so funny is he says it's an invent. Like, he might as well have, like, because there's, like, a bunch of tarps. And he, like, pulls the tarp back to reveal all these cases of wine. He might as well have revealed, like, a stack of baseball cards. He's yeah. one of those idiots who's like, no, these comic books are an investment. And I've kept them in yeah. fucking mint-on-board condition. As soon as I – do you know the story of Rudy Kearney Juan? No. He is – he was this, like – Vintage wine collector. He was very young. I think he's like this. His this story happened like almost ten years ago, and he's about my age. So he was like very young. Yeah. He was this like up and coming wine collector, and like he started making huge noise in the wine scene because he would just make these gigantic buys, and he would sell like his collections of wine to people. And it turns out that he was just like taking labels off of old like cheap bottles of wine and like forging the labels I and making love a killing. Him. Yeah, I <laughs> love that man. There's <laughs> Nothing I enjoy more than conning the rich with yeah. bullshit. Oh, God bless you, sir. I'm uh, a legend. What's uh, his name? Li- uh, Rudy Kurniawan. Okay. I think uh, Kath and Pat's podcast, Light, Cheat, and Steel, they yeah. have a very good episode oh, about it. I've been to it for Yeah, the, there's also a documentary about it right on, on like Hulu, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I could not stop thinking about that this whole it. episode. I love it so much. Um he tells her, look, you know, I, she's like, what are you fucking doing? Stop this bullshit. And he's like, well, I mean, I can just keep selling shit and buying more wine. This is a great investment. Mm-hmm. Or you can give me half the business or whatever. And she's like, I'm not giving you half the fucking business, idiot. <laughs> but also, like, I don't, like, what's the, your end goal here is she, he thinks that if she's, like, he, cause he says, like, oh, that, uh, original Prince of Dickens, it's on a bookstore shelf now. Like, apparently they had all this really expensive stuff. I guess his thought is, like, if he, he he's saying, like, we're at a Mexican standoff or whatever, but I can't lose because I could just keep turning up the pressure and you'll, you'll cave eventually. Why the fuck would she possibly cave? All you're doing is selling your own shit. Yeah. She has the stuff that she wants. She is a little bit like, this is our home. This is the stuff our grandfather owned or whatever. But, like, at the end of the day, she's got a multi-million dollar business and you're selling your own nonsense to buy wine. Like, it's just, I didn't you're, understand you, the conflict. Yeah, he's basically bringing down his appreciable assets to one, unless he sells the house and then none. Yeah, it's so dumb. Um, uh, so she go, she leaves, like, she. he's like, I. he basically sells her, like, I have all, I know all the dealers I sold this stuff to. Mm-hmm. And if you, if, I'll tell you who they are so you can get them back. If you give me half the business. She's right. like, no. She comes back the next day. He's got them written down in a fucking envelope. He's like, you know how bad my memory is. Yeah. No way I'll remember tomorrow. Yeah, he lights like, it on fire. Lights it on fire. By the way, it only burns like the littlest tiny bit yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. She puts it out real fast. Like, you could just go just leave with the list. Yeah, this like, is you clearly have it. This is 1981. Everybody is still in the phone book. Yeah. You'll be able to find also, these people Also, how there. many fucking dealers in this town are there for, like, old books and yeah. art? Like, I, how many people in this region can buy a $50,000 painting right now in a day yeah this was yesterday (laughs) yeah it's insane uh and so he's got he's got like a bunch of open he's like started to drink this wine and he's got one like specific box it's in a box it's like the old it's like this is the rarest of wine he says it was like fifteen hundred dollars for the bottle which isn't even no 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 no, no, no. he no those like five thousand or no no uh that was most of the wine he says this one is twenty two thousand dollars gotcha which like i i don't know shit about wine Probably not. Uh, that's probably a pretty standard 
well, not standard, obviously, but like I bet there's a lot of wine out there that people spend twenty thousand dollars. Oh, on a for bottle, sure, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but he's like, oh, this was found in the wreckage of an old castle in Italy or whatever. Um, it's you know, it's only a couple thousand dollars a pour or whatever. Have some with me. He's like trying to go to her and stuff, and she's like, yeah. fine, whatever. There's some like uh, certificate of authenticity is there essentially in the box, yeah. and it's in and Italian. It, it's in Italian. So he's she's he's like, you took Italian, so whatever. She's Italian like, Bryn Mawr. <laughs> yeah. So she's like, fine, let's figure out about your wine real quick, and she starts reading this wine, this box, and uh, it was found in some it, some whatever, and. It's some famous brother and sister yeah. who was famous for making poison. Yeah, that's were, literally it. Making poison, and as soon as she says that, that yeah, he the goes, brother <laughs> drops dead, heals over on the ground. But like, what? Wouldn't the person who sold you it be like, this is poison, poison? not wine? Yeah. Like, the person who sold it to you had to have read that certificate. I yes. understand you didn't, but, like, you know, like Why is for him to bo- know it's worth anything, he had to read that certificate. Why is this bottle of poison work- selling for $22,000 in a wine store? It's so fucking... What on earth is happening? It's such a terrible thing. And the guy just drops dead, and the episode ends. That's And it. the series ends. And I wrote, good, fuck him, I'm glad he's dead. I didn't, like, there's not, like, she reacts like, oh, no, Freddy. And I was like, fuck Freddy. Now you get the house too, I guess. I'm assuming. Yeah, like, you're yeah. the last whatever heir, right? Yeah. Sell all that wine. Get your shit back. You have the list of names. Like, everything's fine. Maybe find out who sold him this bottle of poison right. and told him he could drink it. Yeah. Like, maybe, maybe he should go to jail. Oh, God. I just wrote, Freddy dies. That's it. That's it with five question marks. And then fuck this show. Fuck this show. Fuck it off. <laughs> I want to, uh, I want to, I want to mention something. Yeah. Uh, in the context of us, we've we've been watching and talking about this show about yeah. like mysterious occurrences and like people uh, getting into bad situations a lot of times out of like unearned confidence or just like a uh, misplaced trust. Sure. And with that in mind, I, w- I just want to bring this up. Every week that I've come here, uh, you've had to like physically open a padlock mm. for us to get in the building. Yeah. And then we get up here and there's a sound producer already here. How did they get here? Well, you, <laughs> Am I about to be trapped? What's happening? I mean, you've seen me also then put the lock back on the door, right? Like it's uh, a lock. No, oh, it's no. not a lock. It's not a padlock. It's a lock box with a key inside of it. I take the key out of that box. I open the door. I put the key back in the box. It hangs on the thing. Okay. And then sense. the door closes. Okay. That it's makes sense. Literally a very simple technology, Adam. I apologize. <laughs> I could have explained it to you off air. Um, would you tell people to watch Dark Room? Uh, no. And I say that knowing it's only seven episodes. No. Yeah. No. Don't watch. Not it. a fucking I, I often will tell people like, oh, it's worth like fast forward through parts. This part's worth a watch, or like get high with your friends and watch a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Avoid this fucking no way. plague. Maybe if you can find just like a YouTube compilation of James Coburn's intros, That's which sh- maybe is eight minutes, maybe total yeah. of the in the run of the show. It's maybe it's may like. It's, is he? Does he have a, a minute of screen time an episode? Maybe, maybe, maybe two. I mean, there so, are all the, there's that meme of like the guy who played Striker uh, in that one show, just like doing the doing this role, like the yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. Uh, transition right. narration. 
there should be that meme for these James Colbert yeah, yeah, clips, yeah, yeah. for and sure. It, what, eight, it, like I'm saying, it, you'd be able to get through it really quick, so maybe do that, but no, don't watch this fucking no. show. There's it, not even, like, one solid episode. No, there's, I, there's, yeah, I would say, like, there isn't even a way to go, oh, watch, like, this one episode, it'll give you a good idea of what the show is like, and it's also kind of fun. It doesn't. There's there, maybe, there's, I, there's a hand, there's, like, two, or I kind of like the old people cutting that dude's legs off. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. Can you, can you name one vignette that is representative of what this show no, was supposed to be. Yeah. No, because it's so every one of them is so weirdly <laughs> yeah. different. Um and then like you thought I thought early they were gonna do like a spooky and then maybe like a oh like kind of amazing stories mm. or whatever we're like, oh time travel, we got this radio thing where it's whatever. No, it progresses to just shitty people getting killed pretty quickly. Uh, yeah, don't watch the show. It stinks. No, um, anything you want to plug? Yeah, uh, December 13th, Avery Moore and I are doing our annual Christmas show. This one is Avery and Adam presents a Christmas banger. We've got a bunch of great comics on there. It's at 11 p.m. at the Velveeta Room. I think uh, Pat Dean, Pat Sorois, Robin Reynolds, uh, Amber Bixby, Christina Parrish. Right, uh, yeah, and it's going to be a great time. Should definitely all do all of those things. Um, we will be doing so. It's on YouTube. It is a show. The next episode we try to do a short one going through the holidays. Uh, we're doing a show called QED. It is starring Sam Watterson. It's from the early '80s, where he is a Harvard. It's, it takes place in like maybe 1910, and he is a Harvard professor who goes to England and solves crimes using gadgets. Uh, I am very excited to see wow. the six episode run of this show. When when uh, did this air? It, like early to mid eighty two, I think eighty three, okay, so something like, like this that. This time, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh my god! So I'm excited <laughs> to watch. So we'll be doing that next. Um, so you can watch all those episodes on YouTube. If you like the show, please rate, review, please subscribe wherever you fucking listen to podcasts. That helps us a lot. And we will see you next week. <laughs>